and welcome back to the House of Ardent podcast. I'm your host Leanne Young and joining me today is a true sensational lady. She's not just a supermodel, she's not just one of the world's top 25 adult actresses. She is the superstar, the legend of the adult industry, the wonderful Seeker. Seeker, but okay. Hi. Hi. Say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. Now, you're not just Seeker. You are known as the Platinum Princess of Porn. Uh, yes. Tell me a little bit about your journey. What made you get into the industry originally? Um, well, I had adult bookstores, and I was in Baltimore, Maryland, buying product for my stores, and um, the gentleman that owned the distributorship said, you really should do porn. They're making one down the street. Do you want to do it? I said, sure, why not? <laughs> but, so I did. So you just started, but you'd watched porn before, yeah? Well, yeah, because I own seven adult bookstores. Yeah, and didn't they used to do loops? Did they, did they do loops? Yes, eight millimeter loops is what we had in the stores. Wow. I mean, that's before my era, of course. I didn't get into it until 99. But by then, you had retired. But you are known as the superstar of the porn industry. Just how? What did you do? What made, what made Seiko so special? Well, number one, I enjoyed what I was doing. I worked with people that I liked working with. Cast and crew and makeup people. Um, and you're just nice to everybody. Number one, you have to be nice. You don't have to, but it certainly goes a long way in this life um, and in our travels. To be nice to people. If they're not nice back to you, just turn and walk away. If they get rude with you, don't get rude back. Walk away. See, that's a really big point because in today's industry, there's a lot of allegations of, you know, being touched on set when they've been repositioned and then people are going online and defaming people, um, saying they were sexually assaulted on a porn set. What's your view on that? I know it never happened to me. But I didn't allow things to happen to me because... I knew how to say no. If someone started to touch me inappropriately, I would grab their hand and tell them no. And if they did not want to listen, then I smacked the hell out of them. Oh, really? And you... Because <laughs> you did have a reputation. Is it, is it the Ice Maiden? Uh, something like that. Because I didn't put up with anybody's crap. See, that's how it should be. I don't in my own life. I did it then. I don't now. And I never have. Even as a young child, I didn't. And what was you, when? What about casting characters in your day? Was there such thing? Because people's imagination of pornography and the industry is all about drugs, crime, casting characters. Did you did you find that within your career? Well, I'm sure there were drugs around. I never saw that, nor did I want to see it. So I kind of kept myself away from that. Uh, there was there was no casting couch that I knew of in the porn industry. There was then, and there still is now in the adult and, and regular Hollywood movies. Uh, I had it happen to me once with, um, I think it was called uh, 52 Pickup, I think was the name of the movie, and the guy wanted me to do a scene with him while he filmed it, and I said, no, you're going to pay me? Okay, because I get paid to perform sex on camera. I said, otherwise... Leave me alone. Wow. I'm not doing it. 
Because originally... So, so, therefore, I was not cast in the movie. Oh, really? Because you wouldn't... You wouldn't give me free I, sex, basically. I would assume that that's why... Uh, I don't know, and nor do I care. No, it, I mean, I believe you've got to be really strong when you go into the adult industry, because it can screw somebody up. You know, there's 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 a lot of people that get into the industry and probably shouldn't be in the industry. True, very true. And I mean, I'm a counsellor for the model, so I see some that I'd love to help get out of the industry. If people want to get into it, then I advise them. And I kind of, right. I kind of, I really try to prepare them um, and really, and really kind of guide them. And. For some for some reason, people just seem to think that it's really easy to get into pornography and it's easy to do the job. Um, I would think that it I, it was when I was doing it easy to get into it. It's not an easy job. You have long hours. You have to be in all kinds of crazy, weird positions. Um. And you have to have cameras and microphones stuck in your face, up your bum, all up in your business. And it makes it difficult in that respect. It wasn't difficult for me because I liked what I was doing. Did you like, I mean, I've seen your movies. Like, kudos to you, okay? I absolutely admire you. You're simply stunning. Well, thank you, darling. The way you held yourself to me is exactly like erotica. It wasn't as if I was watching, you know, like today's porn's quite hard. And even though it was hardcore that you were filming, I found it more erotic. Well, we had a beginning, a middle, and an end. There was a reason why we were there. There was a reason why we were having sex with different people or twosome or threesome. Uh, now it seems like the movies just open up and they're just having sex and you don't know why. <laughs> that's that's so true because it does. I mean, people say they fast forward to the sex scene as well. But even though you didn't call yourself an actress, you... Did you take any acting lessons whatsoever? Because your performance was second to none. Well, thank you so much. Um, I did at one point, but it wasn't uh, so much. It was toward the end of my career in the business, but it was for a different reason. Um, I went to Northwestern University in Chicago and took voice lessons for uh, because I had a real head of southern accent. <laughs> so to get rid of my southern accent and to add rhythm and musicality to my voice. And that that was after the adult industry. Uh, that was uh, during the adult industry. Oh wow! So because one of you, I've got I've got like loads of bits of paper in front of me where we've done our research online. Okay. Um, yes. You got some classic stuff now. You your first movie. Okay, tell me a little bit about your first movie. Seriously, this is what I've been given, Saker. Right. This. Yes. <laughs> They've written everything down. Oh, okay. In no specific order. So your first movie was um, in 77, if I'm correct. I'm so old. I don't remember when, when it was. I know it was the first big movie I did was Dracula Sucks. That's, yeah, that's what I got. And that was a feature movie. Yes, ma'am. And how long did that take to film? Um... I think it took took about a week and a half. Really? Which was a long time in those days. Wow, because people at home don't know this. They just see 20 minutes of sex, 
fucking, whatever we want to call it. Right. And they don't see what really goes on behind the scene. I mean, you had a superb image and it had to be kept up. Um, which yes, is, I, I played the nurse in Dracula Sucks. I think I might have seen that. I do have a DVD here somewhere and I think it was called Seeking Saker? Definitely Seeking Saker, no. That wasn't the one. Right, because that's when they were highlighting some of your career. So what was the average day? What was your toolkit? Um, about 16 hours a day. Because it's kind of like the army or the military. You hurry up and you wait. Because the sound people have to get in place. The lighting people have to tweak everything. And then you have to stand in while they do the lights uh, so they can get the lights positioned properly and, and get the room set up right for the layout of the scene. So, you know. 16 hours. Yeah, about 16 hours. And that's with about a 30, 40-minute lunch break. Wow. If you, if you got lunch. And now, that wasn't like full-on sex of 16 hours, because I'm trying to get... like. Oh, uh, God, no. No, because the audience of today, they just think it's so easy to get into porn and that the job is easy. I mean, I've seen your interview with Morton Downey Jr. What yes. an asshole. Yes, he was. The way he spoke to you, I would, I, I would have walked out probably way. I mean, I could see on your face, like, you know, he basically got you on the show just to be able to try and intimidate you and attack you. Yes, he did. <clears throat> Excuse me. My allergies are killing me today. Um, he did. And I promptly got up, flipped him the bird and said, go fuck yourself, and I walked off. Well, I mean, I've done a lot of mainstream TV after porn, and I've never been treated like that. He later apologized, and... <clears throat> pardon me, goodness. <laughs> and had me back on his show for, um, I think it was PETA, uh for animal activists for fur and because at one time I had three beautiful full-length fur coats and um, and I told him right then and I made him sign a piece of paper someone tears up my coat throws red paint on my coat you're buying me a new one nothing happened but was he nicer to you on that time? Yes, he was. He had, because he apologized to me before. I mean, that interview, if anybody's listening and watching, is on YouTube. It's had nearly three million hits. Yes. You know. <laughs> and did you At find that a lot with you? He was a he was a nice person, but that was his little niche into the market was being an asshole. Oh, he was such an, an asshole. Did you find you had much of that in your life when you tried to leave the... When, when you, well, when you... Because you did retire at one time and then you went back when um, Howie Gordon was directing a movie. Oh, yes. I did. And, no, I didn't find it um, so prevalent within my industry that people were assholes. It was outside of the industry with, quote-unquote, mainstream Hollywood. I hear you. Because so, of, and what, did you, what yeah. did you come up against? Because I know that some, when you were in the industry, and I don't know whether you had it during your era, um, they wanted you to stay in the industry. They used to say, oh, you can't amount to nothing once you've done porn. Uh, yeah, I heard that too. And I said, watch me. And I did. And I still am. Well, you, you're a pure businesswoman. I mean, you know, for today's model, they could go online and your pictures are still selling for $100. I know. 
And how long have you... I sell them. Is it <laughs> yourself? What else do you sell? Um, panties, my book, Inside Sake of the Platinum Princess of Porn. Um, I have an 18-inch rosin Seika statue that you can dress and undress. Uh, my shoes, shoes that I don't wear anymore, like high heels, uh, smaller heel shoes. Um, clothing, different kinds of clothing, like pantyhose, stockings, garter belts, uh, bras. And, you, and how long have you been retired? Uh, probably at least 25 years. Wow, and your name's still selling and you're still able to sell all this product? Yes, I am. <laughs> I love that smile on you. So how did you do it? I mean, there's a lot of competition online. There's, you know, girls, girls, you know, regular, when I say girl next door, girls are going on to webcam and then making a porn movie to get more popularity. And they're trying to sell stuff online. And they can't get nowhere near as much as yours. Well, for, for one thing, they give stuff away, which is... To me, a no-no. You don't give anything away. Let's say if somebody works for as a cab driver or a taxi driver or as a, uh, on a train or as a waitress or whatever. They don't work for free. I don't work for free. I never have and I never will. Even when I had a job in high school. I was selling shoes. I did not work for free. No way. So you've always had the business ethic. Going back to your high school, now you have, you have to tell me if this is true or not. Were you married in high in school? In high school, yes. Wow. And in I got married about three months before I graduated. And how old were you? I mean, in England, we don't say high school, so. Oh. Uh, I was 18. Wow. Okay. Well, no, I was 17 when I got married. No, I was 18. And, um, that was in April that when I got married, because it was April 17th, I believe, because it was two days after my birthday, which is April 15th. And, um, then I graduated high school. In June. And how long were you married for? Uh, about two years. Wow, because that's, that's quite a big commitment at 18 years old. Yeah, it was. When he decided that he wanted me to have children, I said, eh, bye-bye. Because <laughs> I don't think um, you've had, it doesn't say anywhere that you've had children. So, No, I've never had any children. I never wanted children. Okay. Okay. Uh, I love children. I think they're wonderful. And I have plenty of cousins and uh, nephews. They all have children, so it's nice. I, they can come and play when I see them or when I'm around them. They can come play, then I can give them back to mommy and daddy. <laughs> yeah. They would pump sunshine to me if they ever put me in jail, so far under the jail. I couldn't see. Because I don't put up with bullshit. I just don't. I don't care. You know, if, now if it's a little kid, you know, you're going to get some stuff. But not as much. When the kid's old enough to understand, stop, no, yes, come here. They don't listen, then they get a swat on the ass. <laughs> I, like, I like your stern... Sternness and um, your business, you know, you're, you're, you've built a phenomenal career from, I, I think, from 77, it says here that you, you got into the industry at 77, and you've always had this business head. Did you have a plan when going into the adult industry of how long you'd stay in there, or did you? No, no, I didn't, because, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing then, and today I still don't know what I'm doing most of the time. Because <laughs> do you look back and think, 
like was was that a different character? Can you still get into the character that was Seika performing on? I think if I needed to, I could, because I still enjoy sex, especially when it's with someone I really like. <laughs> so it helps. <laughs> yeah, that helps tremendously. So, um, yeah, I'm sure I could. Because sex is a wonderful thing. I just happened to get paid for it. I know. What was the pay back in the 70s for a female? Uh, it wasn't all that much. I demanded more money because I thought I deserved it. And I pushed it as far as I could. And when I knew I couldn't push it anymore, I was like, okay. But we didn't. Get, we don't get royalties from that either. That's fine. I didn't for my day. And I don't think many models realize that, that when you sign up for a movie, 20, 30, 40 years later, you're, you're not making the royalties. No. And your that's name sells. On, on Seika.com, that's why I sell my movies, because at least that's the way for me to receive uh, some sort of a royalty. Oh, so do you, do you, did you like, do you like get them from the uh, producers and then... I get them from uh, the distribution places, and um, then I resell them because they want to upcharge me a certain amount of money. And I'm like, come on, this movie is like, I don't know, 20-some years old. You know you've already made your money on it. Give me a break. I'm talent. So they knock the price down a little bit. Wow. And, you know, going back into the 70s, and obviously this was your time. What, did you have to sign model releases? And what kind of... Oh, absolutely, yes. You had to sign a model release, have a photo ID, uh, things of that nature. And what about sexual health? I'm sorry? What about sexual health? They weren't testing back then. For nothing? Nothing. And did you not find well, that... It was a small group of girls and a small group of men so we all worked together quite a bit yeah you know, maybe not all in the same movie but you know we, we would do you know like an eight millimeter on one day and work with say jamie gillis the next day we uh, might do an eight millimeter and i would work with richard pacheco you know, just dependent. Yeah, because a lot of people, I mean, especially on that interview with Morton, I was horrified when he's like, you lay on your back and you just take whatever, you know, you take all these different guys. He made it sound like you had slept with hundreds and hundreds of people. No. No. In, in your career, how long were you in the industry for? Um... I don't know, about 20 years. Wow. Gosh, because the normal shelf life, what they say of a model, is 18 months. Well, probably so, because they they do every movie that comes down, you know, their path. They get overexposed, literally. And, yeah, um, totally. <laughs> and um, they haven't created something to have for their future like a website like a product line a clothing line even even now you can you know have a wine line liquor line wow you know a cigar line have you done any of these i started to do a cigar line but it got a little cattywampus, if you will. And so I just left it alone for a while. Because all the non-smoking thing started, and it just wasn't the right time for it. Yeah. So I put it aside. Doesn't mean I won't do it. No, absolutely not. I mean, you built yourself into a brand. You weren't just an actress. You built a whole... You, you, you've, you've built such a great brand. And Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really impressed with it. What was your highlight of the industry? Um, 
God. I don't know that I have one. Um, hmm. Tough question. I'm not sure. Because I know we, 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 you were so successful that you were hanging out with like the Rolling Stones, Bon Jovi, Woody Allen. Yes. And uh, Well, when I lived in Chicago, uh, there was a lady that had a beauty salon in the same building I lived in. And she was doing the hair for Bon Jovi, Bon Jovi. Motley Crew and a couple of other people and she called me and she says, hey, I have Bon Jovi, Motley Crew, I think it was Spandau Ballet oh, wow. uh, down here in my salon and the place is just getting crazy. Can they come up to your house as a waiting room? And I went, oh, let me think about that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey. So, so, yeah. And what about Matt Damon? Is it Matt Damon that you were dating? No, I didn't date him. I just fucked him. Oh, because it's on the internet that you dated Matt Damon. No, I did not. Oh, right. So what? So you had all these perks, right? And you had dinner with Woody Allen. You've got. You've written about it in your autobiography. Yes. And so. In you know that kind of went part with the job. I mean, I I assume that being a, a well-known adult actress, you've got those kind of perks of going mainstream. Do you ever feel that you should have gone into the mainstream film industry? Was that something you desired? Um, I didn't think about it at the time because I had bookstores and <coughs> goodness, excuse me. They just clipped our grass today, and so my allergies are kind of crazy. Oh, yeah, well, it's the height of summer in England where um, it's quite high pollen as well. Yeah, it's here too. Yeah, it's, it's quite oh, bad. So, yeah, did you not think of going into the mainstream world? Not really. Because you, you, you signed, you know, you, you basically were a, a figure that, to me... With, with a career-wise, especially being so successful that you would have either gone into directing or gone into mainstream. Did you not go into... Why did you not go into directing? Um, I did a little bit on Careful He May Be Watching, a movie that Richard Pacheco directed. I think it was that one. Um, but... Yeah, it's, it's difficult, and I didn't have the time or the money uh, to do that, and I certainly wasn't going to put my own money in it. That's why they always say OPM, other people's money. Oh, right, okay. Because it was expensive to film these movies. Yes, it was. Especially if you wanted high-quality actors and actresses and lighting people and makeup people and locations and <clears throat> places like that. Wow, and and let's let's talk about family. How did your family feel about you being in the porn industry? Uh, they it didn't bother them for the most part. Uh, my grandmother on my mother's side said it's not something I would choose for you, but are you making money? And I said yes. She said. That's okay, honey. You'll do just fine. <laughs> yeah, my mum my didn't talk to me for like four or five years. Really? Yeah, I, I kind of fell out with my... I think in England we had a lot of press. And I was all over the newspaper. They had two brothers, a sister. And um, it didn't go down too well for me. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that try to get into the industry and they they just assume they can hide their career. No. It'll be with you until after you're dead. <laughs> it's, it is. I mean, it's. It's. I mean, I've just come into possession of like two thousand scenes from ninety-seven to two thousand and four, 
and I contacted as many as the models as possible and said before I edit and put onto a clip site, do you want it removed? And a couple of them have got back and said, yeah, please remove it because we've moved on with our lives. But is there what is life like after porn? It's whatever you decide to make it, uh, quite frankly. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I did a lot of traveling. Um, I traveled to Paris and to Denmark and Italy and Central and South America. Um, I, because I just love traveling. I do too. Love it. In fact, yeah, not so much now because of the virus, but uh, I want to go back to to Italy so bad. Oh yeah, I think I'd wait on that one. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, my husband is Italian. He's he is Sicilian. Oh, lovely. Yes. Yeah, because what I've had, I mean, being a counselor for the models that I do, um, you know, I'd work it all voluntary and stuff and I try to move them on with life and a lot of them unfortunately can't move forward and I I believe that you can give out some great advice for these people moving forward about how to deal with other people's thoughts on the industry and how to deal with people that judge you yeah well you really can't deal with people that judge you because opinions are like assholes we all have one. <laughs> so, <laughs> Might have to steal that line. That's okay. <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> pardon me, I'm so sorry. Um, you, you just, you know, if somebody's being rude to you or being opinionative, you just say, that's your opinion. Thank you very much. Turn, walk away. Just be nice. Yeah, I, I like that because there is a lot of there. There was a Twitter war the other the other week amongst the adult industry. And now I don't know if you do. Do you follow the industry today? Um, I do somewhat, uh, even though I'm on Twitter. Uh, I I don't pay much attention to what they're arguing about because to me it's all bullshit. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it gets quite fierce. Um, oh, I'm sure. And, you know, I don't. I think we've seen our last big star in this industry once Jenna Jameson stopped performing. I don't think we're going to see any more big stars. No, I agree with that. I mean, in your, in your opinion, what makes a porn star? Because... Everybody this day, it seems to be a trend to be a porn star. But to me, that title needs to be earned. Well, for one thing, you have to do things that are not forgettable. Like I've said before, you don't give stuff away. You don't give your pictures away, your product away. Uh, if someone wants to take a picture with you, you charge them. Um... You don't go hang out with your fans That's a big unless one. you're at a convention. Then you charge them there as well. And um, there may be a few people, like if there's a super duper fan. I was at a convention in uh, Las Vegas and a gentleman came up to me, an Asian gentleman, and he pulled out a Polaroid picture from 20 years ago. Wow. And asked me if I would sign it again. I said, I'll do better than that. I'll do an, a new picture for you. He was so excited, then he bought everything on the table. Wow. But as, you know, your interaction with your fan base is you know, also really important important of the role of being a successful adult model. Yes, it is. You have to be nice. That's all. And you just be nice, you be polite, you stand up, 
If you're behind a table, you stand up and you greet people. You know, you're warm and interactive with them. You don't just sit there and stay on your phone. I mean, that's rude. I'm, I'm, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I go, I still go to AVNs and XBiz um, and a few other events. And I've, I find I struggled with the last one. I was like, I want to see some spectacular adult actresses. And I want to see the business side of the industry. But I, I'm kind of feeling that the business side has gone out of the industry. Yes. I, I feel the same way. You know, and... Um, it's just like with my book when I was at the last AVN show. You know, people were coming by, picking it up, and walking away. I was like, eh, no, come back here. And, you know, I would tell them the price of the book. Oh, well, then I don't want it. I'm like, okay, thank you. Give me the book back. And they're like, are you serious? I said, I'm not here for my health. This is my job. This is what I do to make a living. Speaking of the book, I'm looking for someone to take my book, Inside Sake of the Platinum Princess of Porn, and turning it into a movie. Uh, see, I've already had a little chat with some of my contacts, and on Thursday I'm actually meeting a very high-up press manager of the UK. But I have handed... Your details over to my business associate, who, who covers movies in the mainstream Very cool. Thank world. You. And who would play you? Come on, who could play? I, I would love to see it be Charlize Theron. Yeah. I, I can She's see that. She's absolutely gorgeous, and she can do anything. Oh, Bess, what did I see her in? Was it Monster? Yes. She was superb in that movie. Oh my god, what an actress. I mean I I can I can see um I can definitely she would definitely be the perfect role for you because you're quite stern. You're but then you don't take any bullshit as you said. And No, there's no there's no use in taking any bullshit. My husband and I have been together August the twenty third will be fourteen years. That we've been married, we've been together for 16. Wow. He doesn't give me bullshit, I don't give him bullshit. And how, you know, it's just respect for each other. Completely, and how, how do they deal with your path? Because so many partners, and myself included, I've, I've had disastrous relationships, because then they can't handle my path with the attention it still gets, like for me, 20 years later. Um... He said he probably, he probably had sex with more people before me than I ever had in my whole life. <laughs> but it's true, isn't it? That I slept with... Hold on, so if I was in the industry about two and a half years, I didn't sleep with that many people. I, I didn't either. And people just assume it's hundreds. I mean, how many scenes did you make? Because there's contradiction online. Uh, I have no idea how many scenes I did. No. But it was a small group of guys, a small group of girls. And like I said earlier, y'all worked together. So we didn't have that many different partners. We may have worked with the same person three or five times, but it wasn't a different person every time you worked. That's right. I mean, I've done something like 100 scenes and probably only worked with about 15 different performers. Yeah. And people just don't get that. They kind of, like my, my role is I work beside the police as well. And I educate the police on the life, the real life of being an adult actress or the industry as a whole. Right. And I help them understand so that if somebody's um, been attacked in the industry, what does happen in these days then they don't have to go to the front desk of a police station. They can come via me and I'll, I'll get them to chat to the sexual violence unit. And I, they were really surprised because they said, hold on one second, what do you mean they only sleep with about 15 people in 100 scenes? I said, yeah, because you do 100 scenes doesn't mean you slept with 100 people. Exactly. And, and you know, and, and that's a big, a big part. Education. How do you feel that 
what could be done for the porn industry? Because it's being used for education. Well, it should be, uh, in my opinion. It's just like the whole thing with condoms. I've thought for, since I started actually, that people should wear condoms not only for the disease factor, but for the fact of promoting safe sex. And what better way to promote safe sex than in a sexy format? Because in your yeah. scenes, you, you didn't use condoms in your scenes? Uh, once. Once, okay. Because I know it's mandatory now. Um, it's a legal requirement in California. As well it should be. Yeah, but they, now they, they film in Las Vegas. So what would your advice be to, say, the younger generation, people like young girls today thinking of getting into the industry or the ones that are in the industry, but there's, there's thousands of people in the industry. The internet kind of killed the adult industry, but because obviously they, there's no money in porn. Uh, not for a performer. Not yes. anymore. Have a plan, number one. Uh, educate yourself. I went to the University of... Uh, I went to Northwestern University in Chicago. We have the same water glasses. Except today I have a pink yeah. one. Yeah. I'm, on, I'm on the water with lemon. Yeah. But, you know, have a plan. Um, set yourself up a business plan. Um, of different things that you can do, either stripping or um, conventions. Um, personal appearances at different places. Make yourself different than everybody else. Have something about you that stands out that other people don't have. Okay. That's just some of the points that I can think of at the moment. Yeah, because it's, it's like there are so many, and obviously with the COVID-19, people are actually going towards the sex industry. And Yeah. And you're in, you're in the AVN Hall of Fame? Um, I think so. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. You're like, I think so. <laughs> so do you still go to the conventions? Um, occasionally I do. Uh, not very often. I do more uh, mainstream conventions. There's a convention in New Jersey called Chiller Theater. Right. It's um, sci-fi, horror, and pop culture. Oh, cool. Uh, I do wrestling conventions. Uh, I love I love wrestling. I always have. Have you ever done it? Uh, no, God, no. Oh, no. When I was in the industry and I worked um, for this company called Cyber Erotica, I think it was owned by Playboy, and we actually done semi-pro wrestling in Las Vegas. No. Somebody would kill me because I, I'd be talk tough, but I'm a little pussy. Oh, really? I'm, I, don't, I don't believe that. I, I mean, I, I love the fact that you've got manners, which is so important. Well, thank you. Yeah, I like the way you got manners. And what about getting recognized today? How do you deal with that? Um, I listen to what the person has to say, and I thank them, and start to walk away. If they want an autograph, I give them an autograph. Do you charge like them? In the grocery store or something. I had it happen to me when I was at uh, the DMV, which is the motor vehicles place where you get your driver's license. And a guy behind me recognized me, and he said, oh, my God, is that you? Are you Seika? I said, yes. He said, can I have an autograph? I said, of course, if you have something to write on and with, because I'm not pulling that out of my pocket to give it to you. But uh so I gave him an autograph. And no, I don't charge for that, you know. That's just kind of rude. Yeah, I mean, you've got a big fan base. I mean, everybody I've spoken to are like, she's a legend, I love her. And like they're all like, can you please send me the link to her? What is she up to now? And 
<laughs> you know, and, and a lot of them do say, will you ever come out of retirement again? Because a lot of the older no. generation are. No. No, you wouldn't go into directing or... Yeah, if somebody paid me enough money, I would. Mm. But um, I'm too old to get naked in front of the camera now. I mean, that don't look bad, but it's not something I would want to do. No, I'm, I'm thinking that I could see you running like the Porn Star Academy for women. Well, thank you. That's a good idea, actually. I may have to steal that one. Yeah, <laughs> because I I think that women do, you know, like I said, I'm a counselor. I work with an American company um, called APAC. I don't know if you know Alana Evans. Uh, I've heard of APAC before. Yeah, so I work for, um, I work with APAC as a uh, volunteer counselor, but they, older, they, they have a lot of workshops, but I really do think somebody like yourself could come back and really educate. The women on behavior, um, manners, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, sweetheart, it just boils down to be nice to other people, which you should do on an everyday basis anyway. Oh, I could not agree you know, more. Regardless, you know, don't dress slutty. Dress nice. You could dress sexy, but not slutty. You know, don't overdo your makeup and, and, and look slutty. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, you know, I mean, I, I cover the events of today and I do see, you know, some people do overdo it and they were either not, not looking at, I mean, in my opinion, you've got to work out if your body's going to be on show. If you're using your body, it is a product, you have to maintain it. Exactly. And and I yeah and I kind of you know you it's it's like you know like any brand you can't sabotage it you've got to invest in exactly you exactly. do so I I can imagine seeing the um, platinum princess porn star academy <laughs> well that would be a love that's a good thought that would be a lovely well, idea well, yeah I mean still that one honey no st oh absolutely I'll put you in touch with some people as well and then you can. You can do it, but I'd love to see, do you blog or write? Um, other than writing that book, I, I don't, and I don't do blogs. Because, um, and I don't, um, I don't post things on my Facebook page about religion or politics. Because you have fans from both sides political and religious and you say the wrong thing you're going to turn people off oh yeah so you know i stay away from religion and politics oh, well, I, mean, I, I have I, my own personal beliefs and thoughts on it but i i don't tell people what it is no same here i mean if people ask me even who i vote i don't i don't you know i mean i still have my character and i'd rather that the the public know my character and then I get a nice private life. Yes, exactly. And, and that's what it's about. I think a lot of it is about balance. It is. And, um, you know, we, my husband and I will go out and I can see people, <laughs> you know, whispering. And he's like, did you see that? I said, I saw it five minutes ago, honey. Don't worry. So, if that's the only time I don't want to sign an autograph is if I'm having dinner. I mean, I might say, if you want to wait until I finish my dinner and come back, that's fine. Not while I'm having my dinner with my husband. No, that, that's, that's rude. There's a time and a place. I mean, you've got manners. They need to have manners back because a lot of the fans do just feel that you can be a piece of meat and they have a right to... Invade oh, yeah. your space. Trust me, I'm not steak tartare. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love your attitude. What is your Twitter um, name? What? It, where? Where? Where can people go to see your stuff? View your stuff. Uh, Seka.com is my website. 
Hold down. I think I wrote some stuff down, and my husband has moved it on me, so I don't know where it is now. I'll have to email it to you. Yeah, because what I do is I'll, I'll add it to to the video on YouTube because I, I mean I'm going to advise all the women of today to actually go and look at a true legend. Look at the way that you perform because your your movies you were you're an absolute starlet. You were above a starlet level. Um, well, thank you so much. It, it, I appreciate that. It is. I, wa I watch some of your movies, you know, and I just think, just, you're, even though you don't call yourself an actress, my thought is you were a phenomenal actress. You loved your job. You held yourself well, and you behaved thank like a lady. Thank you very much. And we're a whore when, when you have to be. Yeah, no, it was really beautiful. Sacred, it's been such a pleasure chatting to you. I do have your book on order. Mmm... You've not changed one bit. I'm looking at the picture behind you. Oh, what is the picture behind? Oh, yeah, somebody drew that for me and gave it to me. Wow, you've not changed. You still look remarkable. Oh, thank you so much. You really do. Well, I'm going to send you some emails. Thank you so much for coming on and doing the interview. And I'm going to stay in touch and I'm going to um, get somebody from the film world to touch base with you. Yes. And Please, because then you get a little taste of it too. Oh, I'd, I'd, I'd have the pleasure of just meeting you. Seriously. Well, you'll have to come and play if you get somebody to um, to do this movie. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have an extra role. Can I, pay, can I play, like, can I pretend I'm acting and go back and do a porn movie? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to do the full-on sex, but I would absolutely love to be an extra in a porn movie. Great, you know, and it's a, and so I, I would definitely play a part for you. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Seiko. Stay in touch, okay. okay? Thank you, darling. I will. All right, you stay I safe. I appreciate your time and your patience with me. Oh, you're fantastic. Thank you so much, darling. Thank you, sweetheart. Mwah. Mwah. Bye bye. <laughs>